Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good Friday morning, everybody. Uh, split show. I am in uh, Grand Forks, North Dakota, where it went from 47 degrees to it is 24 right now and snow is on the ground. Still warm for them, but yeah. You know what, buddy? Uh, there was a little bit of frost on the grass this morning when I left here in, in Omaha. So, Okay. Yeah, you, yeah. you guys have made me feel a little bit better. The grass was a little crunchier uh, than normal. No shorts today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, gonna be, it's, gonna, it's only going to be 45 why? and sunny today. Why are you walking in the grass? Um, I had to get my uh, trash cans out. Oh, it's trash morning. So I uh, put them on the, put them on the curb, and uh, yeah, kind of stepped on the uh, the curb of the grass uh, area, and it was very crunchy. Uh, speaking of the doink cam that CBS will employ on uh, Sunday, yeah, you can get odds on FanDuel if the ball will doink off of one of the goalposts. So it. It, it, the, the prop simply is, will a field goal attempt hit the goal post? It doesn't matter if the field goal is successful or not, only if the ball doinks off the post. Yes, plus 600. No, minus 1,000. Well, you got to go so with your yes. odds are your odds are stacked against you a bit mm-hmm. if you think that we're going to have a doink. The, it feels like it happens more than it does, but if you boil down like all of the kicks, and I don't have the number, unfortunately, in front of me, all of the attempted field goals and PATs, that it's probably what? About, especially those odds would probably lead you to believe that it's less than like 7% of the time that that ever actually catches an upright. I just need, in terms of kicker props, I just need Jake Moody to be over seven and a half points. I think San Francisco more likely to kick some field goals. Okay. A couple of touchdowns. That's a prop I went with is Jake Moody over seven and a half points, the kicker for the Niners. Jake Moody misses, though. He misses uh, wildly. So Uh, I don't know if you're going to get a dunk there. He does, and he creates quite the angst for – Niner fans, because they had Robbie Gould last year, who was nearly perfect, and they went out and drafted Jake Moody from uh, Michigan. Mm -hmm. Hey, I don't, one of the things I I do not take for granted about the Chiefs is Harrison Butker is like a forgotten man. He should. If you go back to, if you go back to last year, you, you, I mean, Harrison Butker had to hit the field goal for the Chiefs to win, and he hardly got brought up after the Super Bowl was over. It was like, wow, Mahomes won another Super Bowl. Kelsey, Andy Reid, it's great. I'm like, Harrison Butker is like one of the secret weapons to the Chiefs' success during this run. And he's like, a, he's, to some, he's an afterthought. Now, not to Chiefs fans or that team, but it just seems like, ah, that's Harrison Butker. Maybe, maybe as a kicker, when, when people don't talk about you, it's kind of like an official or an umpire. When they don't talk about you, that's a good thing. Yeah, but what is it? What is it? It was like a twenty-seven yard field goal. You started hey, to make it hey though. Now. I know you hey do, now. but like if, if, if missed a what do you think? All of a sudden, you're happier and you could just kick a field goal. <laughs> well, I can't, but heat. I'm also not being paid millions of dollars to do it as well. Uh, if that if that baby was forty plus, I think he's more of the discussion. Now, Harrison Butker should be discussed 
with his ability to make 50-yard-plus field goals on the reg because that is obviously a, a major weapon. Yeah, once they get to the 40, it's over. But yeah, as far as like the way that that game ended... I'm not taking a 27 yard field goal. I, I'm I'm not going to hail him the victor. Okay, and, tell, and the, tell Tony Romo the about most valuable short player field goals and them not going well. <laughs> well, look that for under the the amount of pressure, and we we've seen things go very very wrong in those situations in the past, whether it's the pro game or the college game. But I think everybody sort of conceded as soon as Kansas City lined up for that field goal. I know I did. I was like, oh, man, this thing is going to end on sort of a chip good. shot field goal. Yeah, but I mean, he, Butker. I, I, I don't know. Like, even if even if it's not Harrison Butker, I'm like 27 yards. Yeah, if you're if you're putting on an NFL uniform, you're making that. Uh, have you not seen Rob Gronkowski's kick last year that he's going to attempt to do again on Sunday? <laughs> he's not a kicker, though. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, if Rob Gronkowski um, comes out there in lieu of Harrison Butker, then yeah, maybe I'm. It's it's a little bit more white knuckle moments. Oh, Tony Romo would lose it. Yeah, then then I will <laughs> then I will really think the NFL is rigged. Yeah, if that's the case. That's part of the script. What happened to my kicker? Uh, a couple of Jim other Ross uh, props. Yelling. I noticed. Uh, I noticed uh, Nick. You are all in on Reba McIntyre yeah. now. If you have studied Reba McIntyre in the past, like she sang the national anthem back in 1999 Mm -hmm. and and so if you want to hit this you've done your homework under 90 and a half seconds is minus 130 over 90 and a half is plus 100 so whether you're going under or over we expect to have a quick national anthem from reba mcintyre are you going under or over i'm going over i'm taking the over there's a lot of there's a lot of value here in this problem yeah there's not it's not one of the ones like I love the most that I'm like going to play, but it's the one that I feel more confident in because this is probably one of Reba's last. I'm not saying she's going Yikes. anywhere. No, this is probably one of her last like big stage, like Super Bowl or any major no. sporting event national anthem. So I think she's going to really, she's going to soak it in. Great, I'm depressed now. Reba's going to no, die. She's not going to die. She's just like, look, you you only get these moments like, well, for a lot of artists, it's like once in a lifetime. Uh, if you get a Super Bowl, chances are you're not getting another Super Bowl. But if you get a Super Bowl, and then maybe you're getting a, um, I don't know, what do you call it? Uh, maybe maybe you're getting a NBA Finals or you're getting a college football game or something like that. I feel like this is probably the pinnacle of what she is going to be doing. And, of, of course, she's she's no spring chicken. So I think she's really going to lay into it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Reba, Reba's in great shape. She's on the, the music shows. She's got a, a restaurant in Oklahoma. She, I think she's got a TV show that's coming back out that is not named Reba, and you want to bury her. I'm not, guys, <laughs> no. I'm burying this Dolly moment. Dolly Parton's like, Hanley, keep my name out of your this mouth. Is, this is like the Eminem moment wow. of, you know, the, the song Lose Yourself. You only get one shot, okay? And, and this is this is her moment as far as delivering to billions of viewers watching Tony. the Super Bowl. It's not like they're going to ask her to come back five years from now. <laughs> this here Tony Romo now. Oh, it's a great anthem, Jim. She could die soon, so it's great. It's <laughs> well, I'll, last I'll, one. I'll leave that to Tony to say that. I don't, I don't think she's going to die anytime soon. I just think this performance of the national anthem is like the pinnacle. Like This is the, the lasting like pinnacle moment of Reba McIntyre as far as um, live appearances. She'll put on some good like concerts and stuff. I have no doubt about that. But as far as delivering the national anthem, I think she's really going to lay into it. Wow. You Am probably I? said the same thing about Marvin Gaye at the NBA All-Star game. <laughs> He's going to live forever. <laughs> <laughs>
there's a, a, a couple other props out here. So Usher is performing. So he's got a deep catalog of jams. Yep. Um, yeah. But the prop is what will be the first song performed? My Way, OMG, Yeah, Love in the Club, or DJ's Got Us Fallen in Love. Now, I like OMG, which is plus 175, because, oh, my gosh, baby, let me. Mm -hmm. That's the one that I would go with. That would be plus 175. Now, if you got DJ's Got Us Fallen in Love, I like that one. Yeah, but I don't know that that's a great song to begin a Super Bowl set. It'll be in the middle. When it's dark out and all of a sudden the way that uh, uh, OMG hits, I think that's a good starter. Uh, DJ's got us fallen in love is plus 1100. So you would get some good value there. OMG is plus 175. Uh, the favorite is my way. Yeah, uh, I could see that one just to, again, with the, the title and the intro of it would make sense. I can assure you, yeah, will be played, but they, yeah, will be def- they will definitely not open with yeah. Yeah, it'll be right before the special guest yeah, comes yeah. out. They, yeah, because that's when Little John will come out. That's when we'll see Little John. Do you think a Super Bowl uh, halftime performance can be- begin with yo, 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 yo? I'm, I mean, it could. It depends. My way starts. It, it depends on, yeah, how they want to sort of distribute the sound, and you have the different lights going with the sound. So you, yeah, th- there's there's creativity that can come with the opening of any song. I mean, you could hell if you're an artist, you can make up some type of weird opening to any song, and all of a sudden, you your your arrival is is applauded like at 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 the max. So I, I don't get hung up on the opening lyrics to songs. Because, as you know, artists can create whatever just to make it a banger, to, to set the stage. But I, I guarantee uh, you, yeah, will not be the opening. Uh, Andrew tweets at uh, Gary Sharp 1620, Reba is in great shape. Her plastic surgeon does great work. <laughs> I am not here for slander of I'm Reba not either. I'm just, all I'm saying is I'm taking the over because I think she's really going to lean into it because this is a huge moment that she's not going to really have again. <laughs> I just titled this "Enjoy Her Anthem." It could be her last. Well, it's it's going to be her last Super Bowl <laughs> anthem. Okay, do I need to put this up on the prediction board? Reba well, McIntyre will never sing the national anthem of the Super Bowl ever again because we'll survive twenty twenty four. Do we have repeat singers? I don't even think we have repeat singers. Yeah, what are you trying to do, Whitney Houston? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, I don't know about okay, her social no, life. Another prop here: Who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first in his speech? Oh God, uh, Taylor. The team, the team plus thirty five hundred. Mm-hmm. The coach plus sixteen hundred. The fans plus one thousand. Family plus six hundred. Teammates plus two sixty. Or the clubhouse favorite minus one twenty five. God or a religious figure. Taylor. Um, I think mm-hmm. I think you go with. With the no value there, God or any religion. But after that, I would say it's the team. The team, the team, the team. Yeah, it's the team. Usually the coach comes later. Uh, the fans is usually like a follow-up question because then like as the person is going through the interview, you the fans are chanting their name. They're like, man, these fans. Yeah, these fans are great. You know. So Harrison Butker takes his MVP trophy. Thanks, Taylor hey, Swift. I, first if Harrison Butker wants to kick a field goal, a game winner uh, longer than twenty-seven yards, I'm, I'm, I'm on. No, you'll I'm make seven him. field goals, or that. He's that good. 
Yeah, I'm going to go. So in order of likelihood, I say religion, team, mm, coach. Hey, I got a question here about, uh, you know, um, a lot of athletes thank God right away uh, after they win. Do do you ever thank God for losing? That's true. <laughs> I mean, I know we, I, I just go went a little parade. deep here in the first hour on a Friday. You know, when they interviewed the, the yeah, the losing locker like room. when they when they when they went to Dan Campbell, you know, mm-hmm. and and it's always like Tom Rinaldi's got the the the. <laughs> the task of interviewing the losing coach with his piano like dan dan campbell like the first words out of his mouth does he say i'd like to thank god for losing or help or help us you know accept losing and the way we're going to deal with it no you, just, you, just you really curious. you really don't but i think it would be a breath of fresh air because we we only praise okay I'm not, again i'm not trying to get too religious here but we only praise god in the victories what about uh hey were you was your team healthy were you were you as an individual? Were you healthy? Can, did you can, have a good time? <laughs> did you enjoy yourself? Did you like the game? So, was it fun? Thanks so, for having the opportunity to be in this position. One of the questions when I was really really young in this career, and I had an opportunity to interview Coach Osborne, mm-hmm. I did ask him if he prayed for a victory. You know, very religious man. <laughs> yeah, and he would always say that he would not pray for a victory, but he prayed for the safety of everyone yeah. involved in the game. Yeah. And That'd I be me. And, and then and then you know young twenties Gary Sharp kind of pressed and I said, "Are you you don't ever say, hey God, we could use one today." <laughs> he did not. He did not understand where I was coming from. Maybe that's why it was another like ten years before I got a one on one with Coach Osborne. Yeah. Hey God, we He's could like, hey, we, we could hey, be a Chris, little bit better on third get downs. This, get, get this jabroni off the list. <laughs> but I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good question to a guy who is uh, extremely religious. But his answer was. I never pray for a victory. I always pray for the safety yeah. of the people that are involved in the game. And I, and and then and then I think I did follow up uh, because I was like batting a thousand, even though I was zero for four on that day. I was like, well, just think what would happen if you did. <laughs> that was your follow up. Two pointer <laughs> would have been caught. Yeah, yeah. You know? I was. I was. I was. That was like twenty two year old Gary. Yeah. Who. You know, didn't really have any boundaries or a sense of what to ask and not ask of a legend. Coach, have you ever looked at your red zone efficiency and prayed for better red zone efficiency? <laughs> I'm, you know what? I actually am to your to your original Ron, question, though. I'm actually surprised, and maybe this has happened, and it's just we, we're unaware of it, that uh, Dabo Sweeney, even in defeat, hasn't. Um, made mention of that to to like what you said, what T.O. would pray for, for yeah. everybody, you know, being safe, keeping everyone safe uh, throughout the contest that even in a loss and a guy who is extremely religious like Dabo Sweeney and, you know, that's Clemson's name image likeness. Um, yeah, I'm surprised if anybody were yeah. to do that, it would be Dabo. By the way, boys, uh, no repeat anthem singers. Yeah, I didn't think there was. So again, I'm not making any like, outrageous claim that this is going to be Reba McIntyre's last Super Bowl national anthem and now it's I'm, and it's and it's a it's a pinnacle moment. Well, now I'm going down the list and seeing who's alive and who's dead. Well, everybody still refers to the Whitney Houston national anthem as like she is dead. The gold standard. So, if dead. you're Reba and you are a exceptional artist, don't you want to try to to bring it and match that? Whoa, actually, and I think I, by matching it, you put a lot of emotion into it, and so that way, you know, certain things uh, are drawn out a little bit longer. I don't know. Everything to me 
just leads to a longer than 90-second national anthem. Forgive me, guys. I was wrong. Billy Joel is actually saying it twice, and the trivia question would be at the same stadium. Oh, really? Joe Robbie Stadium, 89, and w- whatever it was called in 2007. So, yeah, he's saying okay. your Super Bowl. All right. But Prince overshadowed him, so yeah. nobody remembers Billy Joel. Yeah, I honestly did not remember Billy Joel singing the national anthem before Bears-Colts. I don't remember a lot about that day, but... Oh, I do. Devin Hester, by the way, Hall of Famer. <laughs> Deserved. I do remember that. Oh. Uh, well, as long as whatever Reba does, it's 90 and a half seconds is the total on her length. Ooh. She has to be better than Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Oh, She'll go man. over, like a minute 55. It won't be Neil Diamond-like where it was like 40 seconds. But it, Hey, I... I I we're, we're we're three guys on the radio that have no singing ability except on the radio, and I think I sound so much better on the radio than I do in the shower. Um, the national anthem is hard to sing. It is. I I have I have sang it once because of <laughs> of a recording that didn't go so well, and I was the PA guy, and I was like at a baseball. Everybody's game? looking at yeah, everybody's looking at the press <laughs> box, and I'm like, oh boy, here we go. And uh, I actually remembered the lyrics, and yeah. Let's just say we got through the song. It's easy to uh, One more, confuse guys. the Aaron lyrics. Neville. He sang it oh. twice. Sorry. Oh, Beautiful voice. <laughs> 90 and 06. Uh, New that, I would have taken the over. I don't even care what the over was listed. Aaron Neville, I'm taking the over on that. I mean, he just, like even a conversation with Aaron Neville. Beautiful voice, but everything is. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, it, hey, it's a tough song to, to sing. I mean, or the ramparts we watch, what so proudly we washed. I mean, <laughs> that was Christina Aguilera. And then she got messed up. Yeah. And so she flew through the rest of the song yep. and she tripped up on free and brave at the finish. Yep. It's, it's a difficult song to sing, yeah. She's but no I Enrico hope that Reba, Reba, despite all the slander on this show this morning, <laughs> I hope Reba continues to sing her heart out. No slander. With her, with her Oklahoma accent. And that she is with us on Monday morning after singing, because according to Nick, you sing it once and you're done. You sing it once and you're not going to. Okay, you you listed literally two artists. Oh, that's not artists. what Jimmy and I heard. He just listed two <laughs> artists that have sang repeat. I said she's not going to sing the national anthem again. There's going to be there's going to be some amazing Reba McIntyre concert series that people are going to I'm sure just go nuts over and she'll bring it. You can ask but Harlan as far the question. As having this many hey. people watching your performance, never again, Reba. And there's nothing what, wrong what about with that. The, what about a what about an American Legion baseball game in the middle of the summer in <laughs> Oklahoma? Yeah, well, Reba gets invited. Uh, no. That one I could see her kind of breezing through. I don't know if she brings it as well. She's going to bring it on Sunday. Uh, John in the Equitable Bank inbox. Uh, thanks, John. Good morning. Nick kicking Reba into her grave was not on my Friday before the Super Bowl bingo card. Well, is there any other uh, Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma natives that sing? I mean, I mean, we love Toby Keith. Rest in peace. Would you just like to go all in now? No. That, that solo cup shouldn't have been red. It should have been clear. So they would follow policy? I mean, what do you want to do? Well, I've noticed blue solo cups are getting popular. I don't know. Maybe that could be a tribute to Toby Keith's uh, red solo cup. We could do a blue solo cup. I don't know. Just saying. Hey, now, that would be – it would probably be inappropriate for some, and the NFL would lose their mind. But as a fellow Oklahoman, if Reba, like, toasted and held up a red solo cup before she hit the anthem. That would be kind of cool, actually. Why would that be a good – why would the NFL frown on that? Because it's something out of the norm for the NFL oh. that they have to respond to. 
Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, because and because it's a because it's a red cup, and red is more associated with, with the Chiefs, Chiefs than yep. the Niners. Yep. It and would just scared. add into the Super yep. Bowl being rigged. Yep, Reba has but, 13 on her back. I mean, both teams are red though, so it's okay. She walks out. She walks out in a 15 jersey. <laughs> now, okay, then maybe you got and, and a little bit. Say Ayuk on the back. It says Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Jimmy's got an update coming up uh, next. Uh, it was a good day yesterday if you're a Bears fan and if you appreciate an element of the game of football that has not been recognized until last night when the Pro Football Hall of Fame inductees were announced. That's all still to come as uh, we roll till 10. The voice of the Super Bowl on Westwood One, Kevin Harlan's going to join us coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. It's Mornings with Sharp and Hanley. Update with Jimmy coming up next on 1620 The Zone. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.